0: Welcome to Grab a Paddle Podcast, where we believe we are all in the same boat, a conversation hosted by pastors from Hope City Church, where we talk about life and leadership, because we can't move forward unless we're willing to put in the work, so
1: grab a paddle and lean in. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's just going to be super loud. It was much,
3: a much deeper rattle today. Just trying to shake it like a Polaroid picture. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we have hey, a guest hey, on the yeah. podcast today. Uh, the one and only Jarrell Malcolm. Nope.
0: Malik. <laughs> nope. Wait, let's just n- go middle names. Yes. And we already did it.
2: So, <laughs> Lloyd. Jackson, as Jarell he's Jackson. known. Or as man. I like to
1: refer to him as Jerrell the Barrel.
2: Mm-hmm. You guys know what he's most famous for. Introducing no introducing <laughs> one of the highest listened to podcasts.
0: Hey. You it's, are the well, I forgot you're the voice we'll of our podcast. It. They'll hear me twice today. They will. Lean it, in. Yeah. They, you know, I
3: uh I wish I had a voice like that. I do too. I wish your voice was a lot better. It's a a, a
0: blessing and a curse. It's cool when everybody's like, oh, you should definitely do this. And then it's like, I get on a microphone, and everybody's like, what did he just say? I don't know. Just
2: nod. How many people have asked you to do the Kool-Aid Man? Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, when I was in, like, you know, high school, a bunch of
1: people. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Charlie. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's been a minute since then. Yeah.
2: It's been a while, Charlie. My bad.
1: Drew. what's your favorite key to singing? Oh, gee. G. Love the key. To What's that G. sound like? You, no, no, I want to hear Connor do a G. I don't know. I have no idea. G. <laughs> is that a G? Close. No. It, you it is. you hit it, impressive. and I'll hit it with Actually, you. Actually, that's really close. You hit it, and I'll hit it with you.
3: You can just find a G. <laughs> <laughs>
2: don't make those eyes. We're gonna, we're gonna try
1: this out. It makes me want to <laughs> cry. Uh, is that a tuning? What is that? I've got an
0: app that'll tell me if it's a G or not. It's
1: loading, dude.
0: Hey, guys, we're in the middle of a podcast.
3: I don't know if you have, You want to just go ahead and do your <laughs> thing? Or? I was
1: hoping it would just... He would know, but... <laughs> welcome Ooh. to Hope City Podcast. Yep, it's a G. I know yep. so,
0: this. You can just sing a G? It just, so, it just... I don't have perfect pitch. Okay, but, how about this? He's like, I sang it first. I about, sang a G. No, you
3: didn't. How about... I, Charlie, F, go.
2: Uh. <laughs> not <laughs> close.
0: I mean it's just it's just all about relativity you know like when you sing so many songs you hear so many like chord progressions and things like that over the years uh, you can I, I think of a song that I sing in G I think of a progression that gets me
1: to the G
3: so, you know I've heard a lot of songs and it just never has worked for me so I think, <laughs> so I think
1: you have to have a gift mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah I agree yeah, I'm, gifted. I'm actually I'm actually a terrible singer I think people
3: who are gifted with music don't realize how like great of a gift that is.
1: I agree. Yeah, I'm jealous. Like if you can't if you can't <laughs> sing,
3: then you, you know people who can't sing they're like, man, I really wish mm-hmm. I had a voice.
1: Can like you that. sing better? Like, is
2: that possible? Like, I'm tone deaf. Is it possible to become a good singer? Yes. Sure.
0: Really? There's a video of Ed Sheeran <laughs> playing the first song like he ever recorded when he was like 13, and he sounded horrible. Wait a minute,
2: I can be Ed Sheeran.
0: No, actually, I didn't say all that. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you who you can't be. Aaron, Aaron Devil.
2: <laughs> 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 have you, this ever, is had, so good. Have you ever heard so Charlie's, good.
3: if you've ever heard Charlie's singing so voice, good. it sounds it's like Aaron Devil. With Kermit the Frog. You used, to, you
2: used to sing Straight Out Your
3: Nose. <laughs> yes. Which I don't even know how that's possible, but you did I did it.
2: Not anymore, though.
3: You've corrected it. See, just, just like Ed Sheeran. You. Yep.
2: You're on your way to be, it. I need a re- there you release go. an album. But <laughs> enough about me, Jarrell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if you were to release an album, what would the name of it be?
2: You know the first thing that came to my my mind. Is this a food truck idea? Mayo on top. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. What is what that? What is wrong with <laughs> this <Like a> sandwich?
3: <laughs> Mayo mustard? on top.
2: I don't know. It just came to my mind.
3: Well, you did make an album one time called Unworthy Prisoners. That we have highlighted. No,
2: no, no. Worthy Prisoners. Oh, sorry. You're <laughs> the one who made that Unworthy. <laughs> just, come on. No, we yourself. were
0: so worthy. So, Drill sing what else I'm, can you do? Uh, I I used to be a football player. I'm retired now. Yeah. By a long shot, super retired. Super retired? Super retired. <laughs> Extra retired? Uh, Were you a kicker? I, uh, I was an offensive lineman. Oh. I'm a bit big to be a kicker. He's got, I was a kicker he's and got lineman legs. legs. <laughs> I do <Yeah>. have <laughs> lineman legs. He's kicker <laughs> legs. <laughs> uh, um, uh, I got some dance moves. Showcase, what? Showcase that at Fourth Sunday. Come on. I've never great. seen you dance. Oh, he danced. Well, you should... We should all go to crash a wedding soon. We should totally we should crash, crash a wedding. I
2: have a couple dance moves I've created someday. I want you to see them and tell me what you think. Right. You've created dance one's, moves? One's called the, the shalom or slalom. You know the, the Olympic yeah. Yeah. event? Yeah. Where you down. It's slalom. Slalom. And also the used car salesman. The used car salesman. What's the used car salesman? So you know that rubber thing that's yeah. like <laughs> the guy who <laughs> just kind of <laughs> just <laughs> do it? The, the wind so that's good. Those are good. my two. The old wind I, c- I, like
3: would, I could also call that the mattress store. Yes, mm.
2: there's a lot of things you could call it. Yeah, huh? trying too hard is one of them. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> trying so hard. too hard. <laughs>
3: well, uh, anything new in, in y'all's life this week? Oh. A little update here, life update. I'm, I made my first meatloaf. Oh, that's right. And you mm. ate leftovers, so it had to be good. Yeah.
2: So it was it was a success. Yeah. yeah. So my boys ate it.
1: Love it. We're hosting second annual pizza night tonight. Oh, so there you go. I get to make sixty pizzas. This is this is a. This is a little a side hobby, a little fun hobby. thing I like to do, make pizza. The, so.
3: You know, most hobbies, though, like, it's like, yeah, three people showed up, but you guys had how many show up last time?
1: Uh, we sold uh, 60 pizzas in 20 minutes, yeah. so wow. it was crazy. That sounds so. more
3: like a full-blown Yeah, it turned <laughs> into <laughs> something more than I wanted it to be, honestly. I'm like,
1: I really just like cooking pizza for my friends, Yeah, and somehow got roped into awesome. doing it for more than my friends. So.
2: Did you write anything
3: fun last week? I I may have gone on a trip with some guys and rode we rented harleys and i rode one rode one uh (coughs) a good good harley ride in fact um so (laughs) this is just me right i'm getting ready we're getting ready to leave uh on these hogs that we've rented and a pastor friend of mine aaron looks over at me and because i mess with my phone he's like you ready and i just i turned my phone to him and i had the Armageddon Aerosmith playlist queued up. <laughs> yes. And uh, I put my AirPods in, and I was going to ride you know, this hog listening to Armageddon yeah. soundtrack because that would be so bad. <laughs> and uh, I stopped at the stoplight to put one of my AirPods in my pocket, which I got these for Christmas. So I was like so pumped. We stopped for lunch, and it wasn't in my pocket. I lost an AirPod, so I'm I'm, I'm, one, I'm I only have one left. Oh, <laughs> my left
1: ears getting all the wrong. Now you're just rocking your old Bluetooth. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I was on my Bluetooth. I'm, I'm
2: trying to make it look cool. Like, well, I put two in, but I just need one. I thought you were more of a little River Band guy, kind of in the background. Hmm. So. Hmm. I was they, thinking we'll Celine. Thanks, Question Celine Dion. <laughs> 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 I don't know what River Band sounds like. Uh, yeah,
3: honest. I spent most of the ride listening to. Uh,
1: Dirty Dancing soundtrack. So, <laughs> kidding, kidding. The uh, what's that movie that that was it? Wild Hogs. yes was that, that's, <laughs> that's what I picture. Yeah, like, <laughs> the experience yeah. being for well, you guys. Well,
3: that's probably very similar. What I picture, I pictured myself as a full-blown gang member, but mm-hmm. I probably looked like the little scrawny guy on Wild Hogs. <laughs> <laughs> so it
0: was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's awesome. drew what you been doing? Man, um, what have I been doing? Dude, you're you're taking a class right now. Yeah, I'm auditing a class at Ozark Christian College, which is amazing. Um, and what class is it? It's Ephesians, Colossians mm. with Professor Michael DeFazio. So it's. So you're getting you're getting smarter while we're doing nothing. Well, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call you guys. But you're doing <laughs> nothing. I appreciate that. <laughs> it's it really hard so. to make meatloaf.
2: Yeah, dude. <laughs>
0: seriously, um, I think so. Class I canceled today, unfortunately, but tomorrow I get to go sit in an Enneagram seminar. Ooh. Taught by Dr. Shane Wood. So, And do we know what you are yet?
3: Yeah, I'm a seven. So for those on the podcast who aren't Enneagram people, one through nine, and j Rel is a seven. I'm a
0: seven, so I'm all it's about. It's the best number. Yep, Connor's people. also a seven. Nailed we it. We love people. We love having fun. If it ain't fun, we don't want none. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's the
2: difference. A seven throws a pizza party, 60 people show up. I throw a pizza party. I have like four people. <laughs> yeah, it's your kids, your wife, and yeah. your brothers. <laughs> so sevens, you guys love my me. mom,
3: my sister. <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, that's a good. Cool. Well, it's a good illustration. One of the reasons
3: we invited uh, in on this podcast is because we wanted we we followed up with some of the questions that people were asking uh, that we addressed in a sermon series called "You Asked for It," and we thought, hey, it'd be really cool to just tackle some of these topics in the podcast uh, for the next few weeks. And so we thought, well, we'll just talk about them until we run out of. All of them that were on the board, because there was quite a few of them, and some of them we won't talk about because they're weird. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but uh, whoever wrote that one, you don't know who you are. So, uh, but one of them was <laughs> will, we didn't talk about. We love you. We're talking we're about. We're all, all weird. Yeah, we're yeah, just we're just all of the same boat. <laughs> we're all in the same is. boat. Um, but one of, one that was on there was just uh, racism and how the church handles racism and everything else, and. We've got uh, several people in our church who... I, I love how God has brought together our church into totally different uh, ethnic and economic backgrounds, and we just mm-hmm. cross all kinds of lines, even uh, age-wise. You know, one of the things that people will say to me, they're like, hey, you, I hear you guys have a lot of young people at church, and I'm like, we do, but one of our m- most solid groups of community is our empty nesters. Mm-hmm. Like, we have a solid crew between the ages of 50 and 70, and really uh, are just such the the backbone for stability in our church. And so we just have—I we, we, love it. I think God's even created that more. But when you came on staff, drill one of the things I noticed immediately is we had folks in our church who began to identify more with this being their church and not just attending a church, because you being African-American, being one of our worship leaders on stage, especially in this part of the country, southwest Missouri, to walk into a church— you're either going to go to a black church or you're going to walk into a, a white church and feel like it's not your church. And I think we've tried to get to a place of going, man, how do we even in our leadership create diversity so that people know this is a church for everybody and that it's not just segmented for one group of people, not just for young people or old people or one ethnic group or another or one economic you know, uh, demographic or another. We've got doctors who will worship right next to uh, folks who are coming off of, of the streets and I love that at Hope City so in that I thought man this would be a great place to have the conversation just about racial dynamics inside and outside the church and so one of the questions I had for you and uh, I'll probably have the most intellectual questions because you know who my <laughs> two partners are right now so um, my question is what just kind of straight up in general you move how, how long did you move to
0: Joplin I moved to Joplin, it was the summer of 2014, so almost six years ago.
3: Okay. So, and you came from Louisiana?
0: Yep. Old New Orleans, down you're, south.
3: A, you're, a, you're a southern boy? Nola. <laughs> Nola, yeah. Come on. Nola. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Connor's trying to be cool. Hey, he's hey, with it, though. That's, hey, that's good. You'll that's appreciate good. this.
1: So, a guy came up to me at church on Sunday and said, hey, I drove here from Ohio to meet you. And I was like that's really (laughs) sounds very stalker so I was like that is super crazy and I was like okay and he goes your last name's LeBlanc and I was like yes (laughs) not making me feel any better he goes my daughter is in college and she's been attending here my last name's LeBlanc and I have to know like where your family's from and I was like well a lot of my family's from like in the Louisiana area and he's like No way. That's where my family's from. Maybe we're related. Dad? And I was like, like, yeah, bro, maybe we are. And I was like, someone help me. (laughs) Wow. It was just a really, like, strange, like, literally, like, he waited. Like, I was having a conversation with a student, and he, like, stood and waited for me. And I was like... Did I do something wrong? Is this guy, like, collecting bills or uh-huh. something? Like, what collecting happened? something later. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so that's why I said NOLA. <laughs> <because> no <laughs> you know what else was weird is or... they
3: just found a guy like that in Joplin. <laughs> in his hotel room, he had a bunch of pictures with red yarn connecting all the and yeah. it, <laughs> it was all year. It, was all year. it was so, <laughs> so <laughs> weird. All the places hey, you've been f- in the last I've week. I've got a lot you know, of freezers. Deep, deep freezers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Two Your seven, boy's trying to chill out. Trying to take some time. From New Orleans, sorry. From New Orleans. Orleans. But
3: when you moved to Joplin, that was a big shift for you. Granted, Southern, the the college is very diverse, and so there's a community there that that certainly you can um, feel, I would say, is is more typical of Mm -hmm. the U.S. demographic than just southwest Missouri. But since you've been on staff at Hope City, even when you came to Joplin, what's that look like for you? Moving into an area where you're,
0: man, you could ask my sister. The the first time I came to Joplin, we got out of the car and looked around, and I audibly said, "Where are all the black people?" <laughs> 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 like there was no, I saw nothing but white people everywhere. And now I go home, I'm just like, "Oh shoot, I forgot there's many black people existed." Yeah. But yeah, it was it was a very very different, like feel immediately. You know, yeah. I mean, people sound different. I mean, no. everybody looks different, of course. Yeah. Um, the food's not as great. <laughs> so, yeah, hey, seriously. And I'm, I'm no, no diss to anybody who's cooking at home and throwing down <laughs> in the kitchen. I'm sure your food's great. Um, but yeah, it was, it was just a complete culture shift and culture shock. Everything, yeah. and I knew everything was going to be different. But at the time when I first got here, I was like, okay, is this going to be a good different yeah. or a bad different? Uh, and there have been some experiences where yeah. it's like, okay, I don't know if this is going to be good or bad just yet. Yeah, we'll give it some more time, yeah. but. It all turned out to be just fine. So.
3: Yeah, we've talked because uh, Rachel and I were in ministry out in Baltimore where you know, we were in a setting where we were the minority. And I, that was the first time I'd ever experienced that. And mm-hmm. I was like, man, this is wild. But there's some, like, significant differences between black culture and white culture. And so <laughs> I'm curious what,
0: like, what yeah. some of those
3: work <coughs> immediately?
0: Um, salt. No, I'm just kidding. uh, (laughs) Too much salt? Well, we, dude, we season everything so hard. Um, Yeah. (sighs) Shoot. Well, um, I was. It's it's just like not like just thinking about weighing it all. I mean, there's so there's so many specific things from how people dress to like what people put value in as far as like finances goes, or just like what music you listen to predominantly, Mm -hmm. just around different people and things like that. Talk about. So talk about. The difference,
3: even in like you, you said, finances and music, use those two as an Yeah,
0: example. yeah, So, music, for example, um, back home, growing up, all I listened to from birth till like my freshman year in high school when I started to actually go search for other music and like yeah. start to divvy out on my own was. R&B, gospel, and rap, that was it. Rap was my own thing, yeah. my dad hated rap music because uh, it was all mostly terrible, yeah. uh, but R&B and gospel is what we always listen to. And so when I got to my freshman year in high school, I had a friend uh, named Kyle, and he was like, man, have you ever heard of this band? And I was like, Ban, band, we get there's <laughs> bands? Yeah. And he shows me this heavy metal band, and I'm just like, listening to it, and I'm just like, this is different. Yeah but this is also kind of cool. Yeah. And so at that point I was like, "Well, let me go out on my own and start listening to different types of genres of music." Yeah. Before my freshman year of high school, all I listened to was R&B, gospel, and rap. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's and so great. but now I look at what I listen to and it's like, "Oh, this is like it's much more all blended." Board, but yeah. for the most part. Yeah, we don't I mean, people don't like yeah, don't so dive into a whole bunch of different stuff.
3: Some like most people wouldn't know this, but I don't even know if you remember when you came over, we had talked about you coming on staff and you came over. And uh you were up on stage mm-hmm. and you like, Hey, sing something for us and you what was the gospel song you sang?
0: It was called I Need You Now by Smokey Norfolk, which yeah. is I, I grew up on that song. Like yeah. it's crazy. It's so it's so So are you song, are so. you gonna
3: give us a tidbit? Do we get to tease the uh do we get to tease the <laughs> podcast crew with a little bit of gospel today? No, uh, what? I was
0: I was told to take it easy. Uh, we got a long, we got a big all-in Sundays coming up this Sunday. All right, all right. Uh, Connor, uh, <laughs> Connor, can
3: you, can you give us? Yeah, a I'll thing? give you a snippet.
1: Um, so just prepare your ears. We're ready. I'm just kidding. I'm not gonna. Do that. <laughs> but on that, but yeah, I mean, but gospel music was
0: was crazy. It was it was crazy big, and even like you know how it all plays out is different. Yeah. So. For example, and we can like kind of here a little bit, but when you look at what a Sunday morning here looks like, you yep. know we have vo- like worship vocalists up front, band in the back, yep. and it's like the person who's leading the song is really like singing the song the whole way through as well. And then, for example, there's gospel artists like Kirk Franklin yep. who is basically a choir director. Like yep. he doesn't really do much singing; he'll do a lot of shouting. He's like the DJ capital yep. of, of Christian music, <laughs> uh, if you if you get that reference. But he does a lot of shot and a lot of directing on where the song's headed next, but then everybody who's behind him, is choir, they're yeah. doing all the singing, you yeah. know? And that's what I grew up on. Even though the guy who led worship in the church that I grew up at could also sing very well, yeah. it was really just, okay, the choir's gonna take it. I'll kind of just guide us where we're going, you know?
3: So was it hard for you to adjust to... <laughs> Worship, or, or did that come naturally?
0: I will say yes. So to put this into context, I did not know Hillsong existed until I got here in 2014. That's wild. It? And it was actually my second semester of college on a spring break trip when I figured out, okay, Hillsong's a thing. Cool. Um, so 2015, technically. But basically, yeah, it's in, a, in an interesting way, it's essentially like taking everything that I knew about yeah. what worship looked like and what church looked like, Coming here and not necessarily forgetting it. I mean, the concrete yeah. things that are that are still there. This gospel, you know. But as far as how everything's operated and how everything's run, all of that's changed. Yeah. All of that shifted, and I had to start trying to understand a new, hmm. a new different way of doing that. Granted, I mean, there's a church in the area, you yeah. know, or a couple of churches in sure. the area that do things like I did growing back up, yeah. and going up back home, I should say, but. It was just I. I just got pulled to the, the yeah. a different setting and a different a different outlook in a different way. So what do you
3: think? You guys aren't even asking questions.
1: Uh, you have really been driving this thing, so you haven't well, really I... let us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hong Kong, here comes Charlie. Oh, okay. um, what would you say? Hong, Hong Kong. Kong? I don't
3: know. I felt very awkward. You so saw it yeah. said driving, so I thought. Oh, I'd, yeah. Hong Kong. Beep, beep. So I, this. Oh. Shut up, Charlie. So here's the <laughs> <laughs> so here's what well, I've got one more question, and then okay. again. You know who the smartest one is on this part. I carry this no, the podcast real. So The other uh, seven. <laughs> so, when you talk about um, coming in, you obviously came into a different culture of church and you were open to, man, I want to learn or grow or whatever. What do you think? And this is like, we haven't talked about these questions yet, so mm-hmm. I don't even know if you have an answer for this, but what do you think is missing? Like what you experienced growing up in that gospel soul field type, you know, setting. What do you think when you go, man? I wish we had this, or I wish I could introduce this into this setting or a setting like Hope City. Like, what comes to mind? So you go, man. I think I think we're missing out on this, or I think we need more of this.
0: Um, honestly, the biggest thing that I would think, really, the only thing that I think would technically be missing. It's just, like, the differences and variation of genre of music based Mm. on, like, worship standpoints. However, I also understand that that's not just something you can just toss in the hat and be like, okay, let's do this this week. You know, it takes a ton of work. When I think back on all that gospel music, everything the band's doing, there's some specific progressions here and there, but most of it's improv. You know, nobody's using in-ear monitors. Everybody's looking at each other, and they've got chemistry built up Mm. from playing together so much that, they just know, okay, this part's coming next. All right, yeah. sweet. We have a guy, one of our volunteers, uh, Harold, who plays bass, that's yeah. how he grew up playing bass. Was, yeah. We don't use any of it. We just kind of give each other a look. We know where we're going. We do a lot of rehearsals, a lot of practicing, and we know one another. Yeah. You know. And I feel like when you get into a setting where it's, hey, there's volunteers. We have a rotation now. Everything's got to be consistent. That's yeah. when it kind of gets out of that, hey, we can't do these specific things yeah. and like have this crazy, crazy, crazy chemistry with these certain four people or five people that can just take it and do all these cool things with it, yeah. you know, it just takes time to build that stuff back up and figure out That's a way really to good. incorporate it into a system. That's really good. I So when, when
3: you know, when, when you walked into the church, especially when you first got into Joplin in this area, <clears throat> in your mind, from a standpoint, if you were looking at me, Caucasian dude in the Midwest, what would you say, hey... Be mindful of this, like when somebody walks in, whether any any minority, whether they're Hispanic or Asian or African-American, any minority like that. What do you think helps and doesn't help them integrate into the church when they're a minority?
0: I think what helps is just understanding that while we do look different and that's something that's great, while we do come from different places, that's also something that's great like we can we can start off by celebrating in the similarities that we're both people we're both just trying to like everybody wants to be loved everybody wants to be seen everybody wants to be known like to keep those things consistent across all fronts on the surface I feel like it's super easy to do because okay. it's just like having a casual conversation. Now, as you try to get to know people more, that's when you shouldn't be afraid to ask questions about, hey, what does your cultural background look yeah. like? You know, where do you come from? How does this look for Maybe you? don't
2: lead with that. Yeah, yeah don't <laughs> you know? necessarily lead
0: with that. You know, you want like, because you don't want anybody to feel singled out in right. that way, you know, but I mean, relational equity is a thing. You know, you got to kind of build that stuff up a little bit too yeah. first, and I don't think a lot like the, from the people who I know who aren't white who attend Hope City yeah. like there we're not coming in just like man I wish everything was different sure. or man I wish somebody would just ask me about my cultural background yeah. and where I feel about all these things and my yeah. ancestors past and stuff like that I mean we're just people we just yeah. all want to be you known we want to kick it We want to have a great time you know yeah. but at the same time there's ways to there's ways to not go about it and yeah. I'll say for example um a while back last year uh, we did a worship song and in the middle of that I gave a spoken word piece yeah. which was great it was yeah. awesome yep. and i can i can i can't count on two hands how many people said hey great rap you know like <laughs> <laughs> exactly like there, there's a there's a difference but that difference yeah. isn't known until you ask questions yeah. and so Instead of just saying like, hey, that rap was really great, assuming yeah. that you know what it was, you could say, hey, what was that that we did yeah. today? What was that that we incorporated? And that allows education to be given, you yeah. know, on different things and different cultures and different or, yeah, art even, forms.
3: Even just to say, dude, I loved what you did, because it was, I I think that was a, a huge moment for us as a church to be able to go, man, we've got, like, we're missing some things artistically, culturally, that we need to be able to introduce into our community here so that we grow and we learn mm-hmm. from things that aren't just inside our own box. But man, that was a, yeah, when you did that, I just felt like that was kind of a, a moment for our church to be able to go, man, that was unbelievable. Because it had, it, a lot of new stuff like that for ears just speaks mm-hmm. at a totally different volume. It's so much louder because they, maybe they aren't used to mm-hmm. that or, or that's yeah. not familiar to them. And they're like, man, right. that's cool. Mm-hmm. So,
1: what, what would you say has been the biggest like hindrance or like coming to Joplin in 2014? Like, what was the biggest hurdle? to integrating into the church, you know, like obviously none of us claim to have it all figured out, but yeah. like we were obviously in process trying to get better, you know, trying to look the most like Jesus. So for you coming in, it was probably you, probably me. No, we're sevens. We, <laughs> we connected immediately. We were, we were hanging out. <laughs> he even left. But you no, were, but like what were what my were, hurdle? What was like, what were, <laughs> what were some of the hurdles that you faced like yeah. integrating into the church that you would go like, Hey, my advice to the church would be like, Hey, don't be weird, yeah, like, yeah, or whatever, yeah. you
0: know. I think the biggest thing for me personally was just understanding from the first, cause the first thing I went to in church in Joplin was at night, and so that from night one, just seeing, okay, this is going to be very different mm. than anything that I've ever known. This is the first time I walked into a church and didn't know any of the music that was being sung and didn't really see any other people who looked like me with the exception of maybe a couple, and one was from Jamaica and one was from Africa, so it's like... There's that like that's different as well, sure. you know? And so just trying to figure out, okay, where can I connect? Yeah. Do I even want to pursue this after being here and seeing that this is going to be so different and it's going to probably be a little difficult to integrate? But at the end of the day, the decision that I also had to make for myself was I need to know that this is okay. It's okay to look different. It's okay to be in different areas, but you got to have an open mind in order to learn or experience anything. And that's both sides. Yeah. Like I've had to have an open mind about the different things that church can be like, just to dive in and now even being on the staff and vice versa, people who are trying to get to know me have to have an open mind of, okay, I don't look like you, like we're not from the same place, yeah. but I want to get to know you and I want to do so in a way that's not offensive yeah. or stereotypical, help me out, you know? And so I feel like there's gotta be an equal, like the, the one hindrance would be like if you had a closed off mind, you know? But yeah. once you open your mind up, everything changes, yeah. you know? Yeah,
2: Bye. go ahead. I was gonna say really serious question. Who on staff do you think has the best musical taste? Like listening to music. Mm, that's a good question. It ain't so Cody. Loaded. He knows the answer. Besides Cody, wait.
0: Besides. <laughs> yeah, great. All you listen to is country. Every time I watch you, Cody, we listen to Cody, we gotta dig that up. <laughs> oh. It's gonna be a three-way. It's gonna be a three-way tie between.
3: Whoa, 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 whoa! That is such a nice thing to do. Well, you just want one.
0: You just want one? hmm <laughs> Y'all about to be sad. <laughs> no, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. So, Gabe, uh, Gabe quit. What? Has oh, the best no music Absolutely. Gabe, you can toss anything at Gabe, but he'll listen to it and he'll give you an honest opinion on it. And if it's dope, he'll put it into his rotation. But Gabe huh? listens to so many different things. Doesn't mean it's good. Most of it's
2: good. Also, it's good. <laughs> Who's second? Who's
0: second? Yeah. <sighs> Guys, you're not, neither one
2: of you are even at the top three. I
0: know. <laughs> No, it's one of you two is second. Oh, uh, um, you're so nice,
2: Drew. He's not pointing to Cody.
0: No, yes. it's not Cody.
3: No doubt. It's definitely not Cody. Cody. I'm going to be honest with you. I would be shocked if it was me.
0: <laughs>
2: I would go, I would go. He likes Sheryl Crow.
0: I'd go Gabe, I'm, Chuck, Connor. I'm big into do pink. Yeah, Cody, pink is, is. Cody is next to last. Last place is Michael Mason. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
3: I wasn't hurt
0: when you said I wasn't in the top three, but when I about Michael, that hurt. I mean, listen, all you guys do is listen to country. My, All Michael does is listen to country. You can spice you spice it up here and there, which is cool. But I mean, but I, I just my, I not You about the car. Okay, yeah. and, I need, I need to, and I need to preface this. Country music is not bad. I also like some country music. But it just can't well, be all you listen to. That's not country. Nah, but, I agree. <laughs> here's the deal.
3: I, I feel like I need to qualify this because I just have the country station on in my car, and when you get in my car, that's all it's on. But if I showed you my Spotify list, I think mm. my respect level would go up in your eyes.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I'll uh, agree. It might. We, we'll like maybe out. one point.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll <laughs> take the point. I don't want to be one point above Michael. I want to be at least
1: two points nah, above
0: I, I This makes you want to go, like after this podcast, go sit down and make a list of music tastes in my own opinion based on the staff. Yeah. I kind of want to do that today. That'd be fun.
1: So there, I think I should be above Charlie. <laughs> yeah. I to a, a yeah. wider array of music than Charlie. Uh, Charlie's pretty. lit. I, I think Charlie has great taste, but it is, limited. is limited to a <laughs> to did certain, certain genres. Why didn't you just? <laughs> but, but I respect. I want to I want
2: to I want to sit down and think about this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. seri- more serious question. So I had just had to ask that. The answer was not what I was expecting, but it's okay. <laughs> um, so earlier you said that so, the similarities, you know, musical mm-hmm. similarities. What about the differences? So I know, Christy, my wife's talked to you a little bit about, you know how could we make sure our boys are growing up in a, a place where mm-hmm. they understand the differences 100%. between different ethnicities, but it's actually a really good thing to be celebrated. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say to people who are trying to understand different cultures, but also like celebrate it?
0: Um, man, I think, I mean, I'll with education in some way, shape or form, you know? And just don't, like, honestly, going in blind is okay. Going and blind is okay to try to dive into somebody else's culture, but it's the same thing that I would have to do with anybody who isn't black or like is Hispanic or like uh, of Asian descent either. You know, like there's things that I just don't know and just don't understand. And so you just got to be open to ask questions. But on the flip side, like the whoever you're asking has to be open to answering those questions. And based on your relationship, it's like are you like they need to understand that you're not coming at them in a malicious way or in a way that's just going to like nitpick with everything um but i mean honestly like the one of the one of the biggest things right now well it's always been a a thing is like 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 hard racism and like hard discrimination and a lot of people just don't know like do you guys know who emmett till is no so way back way back in the early 1900s a 15 year old boy by the name of emmett till was a black guy uh was like beaten lynched and killed by a group of white guys down south who didn't like the fact that he was hanging with a white girl Mm. like and that's something that i've i've known that story since i was like eight years old yeah and i I was at a coffee shop in town the other day and one of my friends was reading a book and it said the blood of emmett till and i was like why'd you want to read that he was like dude i've never heard this guy until i started reading this book and Mm. i just wanted to go for it sitting next to him was another man they're both from california so my friend was like, it is, it is 20, the guy next to him is 34, also hasn't heard of Emmett Till. And I'm just like, how, what is how, like, what, yeah. what like, so education yeah. looks completely different sure. because the conversations that I've had to have with my dad uh, when I was younger and like what I'm learning from family members and what I'm learning in school down south, like, is so different than what's being taught out here. Like, I'm being taught all these things of like, hey, by the way, like, you're different, that's great like history hasn't shown that to be so great, but like believe it that it's great and it's yeah. awesome. And like you get to use that for education, for positivity one day, not just to live in this closed off shell, shadow a- away from everybody because you're so afraid of what could potentially happen. you know.
3: That's really good. I, 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 wanna, I wanna ask you this question. I don't think I've, I think I've, maybe I've asked, we've had this conversation, but I don't know if I've asked it in this way, but you know, in this area, being a white guy, obviously don't feel racism and so I'm curious from you like I don't even know how you put a gauge on it but how often do you feel it uh, and how or or even see it Mm -hmm. because you never I've never heard you complain about it I've never heard you say hey you know you don't ever play the victim you're like you know what God's called you to you're a leader in that but you also never talk about it, and so without asking you, man, how often do you feel this, or how mm-hmm. often, even in our community, would you are you like, man, that's that that's brutal. So, so
0: I have so many stories. My first day in Joplin in 2014, uh, my sister, her friend who was helped, helping move me into my dorm, and I went to IHOP, and we're sitting at our table, and this <laughs> is so crazy. We're sitting at the table. And we're just talking and, like, about to order some food or whatever. And this guy comes in. He's being sat down, like, at a table pretty close to us. And it was this white guy, like, tall dude, like, tatted up, cool. I mean, you know, with his little daughter. And he and I make eye contact. I'm just like, hey, man, how's it going? And he doesn't say a word to me. He Mm. turns to the waitress and says, hey, can we sit on the other side of this barrier instead? Mm. You know? And in that moment, my sister was like, are you sure you're going to be okay out here? Because that's not, if that's any, like, indication of what this is going to look like for the next four to five years, we don't want that for you. And I was like, "Listen, that's one person. You yeah. know, like, we'll see what happens further on. Um, man, I don't want to. I don't want to out any any institutions or anybody, but no. I have more yeah. stories. Um,
3: well, and, and I think more than anything, you know, and I don't even know how you, like, I'm making this up, but if there was a scale from one to ten, you know, are, do you feel like it's? Are you seeing it be less frequent? Or are you seeing it? You know, because here, there's kind of a narrative with. Mm-hmm. Uh, our, our culture and even the media that I think often um, it feels like we're, we're less unified than we actually are, but you also don't want to dismiss, you know, where there is racism. You still mm-hmm. want to address it. And so,
0: yeah, uh, last year I felt it a lot hmm. um, with hanging out with um, a family who has family members who didn't like me because of my skin color. Yeah. And it's weird because they'll, like, they would be super cordial to my face and everything. Yeah. And then as soon as, like, I'm out of the, out of the, the picture of the equation, like, the next day I'm getting conversations from, like, somebody saying, hey, like, you know, they actually, yeah. this is how they actually feel. So don't, like, you yeah. know, I, like, don't, I don't know, don't get too comfortable, I guess, whatever. Yeah. I don't really know. But it's just, it's, it's in waves and it's always yeah. different. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it comes out of nowhere. Like, it doesn't just build up and then all of a sudden, okay, I saw this coming. Yeah. It's literally one day everything's cool, and the next moment, it's like, whoa, where did that come from? I mean, even in football, you know, I uh, played for a team where the quarterback, who was white, called a defensive lineman on the other team, the N-word, in the middle of a game. And I'm the only black offensive lineman at the time, and I'm just like, whoa, hold up. Wait, 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 what's going on? Like, we're doing that? No, 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 that's not okay, you know? And in that moment, it was just like, well, this sucks because I'm on scholarship. I don't want to block for this guy right, right. now. Mm-hmm. And if I was to block and like if I was to not do my job, then I'd lose my scholarship yep. and that doesn't get revisited, you know? Like and so it's a it's a lose lose situation. Like yep. on one end it's like, well, okay, that like now if that's how this guy really feels about us, that's that's whatever I guess, but that's not okay. Yep. And on the other end it's like, well if I take a stand for the other people who look like me, you know then I lose out on the opportunity that I was given to just be here. And so what I've learned personally to do in a lot of those cases, I don't shy away from talking about it. I don't try to sugarcoat anything. I don't try to let anybody off the hook. But what I do always remember is that none of us are perfect in any way. Hmm. And Jesus has given me so much grace and mercy over my life. And knowing that and taking that into account it's just like, hey, like, I will calmly have conversations with anybody about anything racially incorrect that they're feeling or thinking, like, as far as discrimination goes and racism goes. But I'm not going to be the one to play the victim, like you said. Like, you know, things, things happen. People say things. And a lot of the time, it's out of, it's out of ignorance. Yep. I, I had the chance to speak at uh, the preaching and teaching convention at OCC uh, last week. And was that last week? Week before last? No. Last week. Recently. Last week, yeah. And we were talking about representation in the church and things like that and how we can educate our congregations on, like, you know, hey, there's different art forms of worship. There's different ways to pursue those routes. Not everything is just wrong if it's not singing. Uh, dancing is great. Like, poetry's great. Spoken words are great. And one guy was just like, man, I don't want to just have you at my church just because you're black, but probably because you can rap, too. And I'm just like, wait a second. I can't rap. Like, I don't understand
3: where <laughs> no, this is going no, from. Wait, Charlie can. Yeah. Hey. Just to be clear. Give him my number. He is, he is the Hope City's M and M. Charlie is. Um, well, I want to say two things because, uh, man, we we need to have another podcast about this because there's so much more we can talk about. Not. And I love hearing your heart. One, um, I want you to know that I get angry, uh, and I get super defensive when I find out that people of my color have those harboring or hatred in there because I feel like it's a bad representation on on me and other white Caucasians because, uh, you know, and, and, and every certainly every race feels that within their race, you know, of, hey, they don't represent us, but at the same time, to be able to speak up and say not only do they not represent us, but I'm sorry uh, on their behalf because, you know, that, that makes me angry. But the other piece of that too is, man, I've already learned like a ton of, from you in this area and I think one of the things for those who are listening which are probably a lot of folks on our podcast who are Caucasian we don't like we don't even talk about our um, either our roots or our cultural stuff like I'm jealous for you in a lot of ways because you have so much cultural like uh, color in your past and in your family that you know you can draw from like the food and the you know gospel all these pieces the reality is uh, you know, when, when I look around, my family has those things, but in our in our demographic, it's just not celebrated. And then there's some stuff in our demographic too that that is embarrassing. That we're going, man. I wish we could. I wish we could just erase that because of what it, the damage it did. So I just say that because I've learned a ton from you. Uh, we need to have you back on the podcast. And and now that we've had the music question, can you honestly? answer this, who asked the best questions today in the podcast?
0: Who <laughs> asked the best questions?
1: You
3: can say it. You man. can say it. It's me.
1: Yeah, it was it was Cody, guys.
3: Bam. Uh, Mainly because I cut you guys off. pretty. Yeah. because <laughs> he wouldn't let us ask questions.
1: <laughs> questions. Sorry, we've horrible. got a bulldozer on the episode. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Smody Mocker. Uh,
3: well, uh, that's a wrap today. Come back. We're going to talk more about this. If you're listening to the podcast and you're like, man, I want to hear um, this question or that question, especially when it comes to racism or it comes to figuring out as a church how we can continue to represent Christ and being culturally diverse and represent the church of what, what it's going to look like in heaven and not just here on earth, then uh, shoot those questions to info at experiencehope.city. Yep. Uh, and uh, Connor has one final thought.
1: We'll see you next week. might be a quarter